0: Hey there, Trail Show listener. A word of warning. You are getting ready to listen to one of our first three shows, and well, they sucked. The audio quality was bad, the sound effects were bad, and frankly, these three shows are not representative of what we do here at the Trail Show. So do yourself a favor and skip right on up to show four. You can always come back to shows one through three later if you really want to, but even then, we would not recommend it. So go ahead and hit stop, and bounce up to show four. You'll be glad you did. Seriously, press stop and go to show four immediately.
1: It's The Trail Show, featuring Lawton Disco drinker, Felicia P.O.D. Hermosillo, Mike Dilo, DiLorenzo, or Max Maganati, And now, from D'Lo's basement, it's The Trail Show.
0: Good afternoon, and welcome to the June episode of The Trail Show. I'm your host, Lawton Disco Grinter, and I'm here with Felicia P.O.D. Hermosillo, Mike Dilo DiLorenzo, and Paul Mags Magnanti. We have joined forces to fill the hiking void in your podcast library. A special thanks to all our listeners and folks downloading on iTunes, as we had to increase our bandwidth from our hosting service within 24 hours of launching the show due to the colossal number of downloads, so thank you all. Today's show is sponsored by I Hike the Book. Just about anyone that's ever stepped off the pavement and onto a trail would enjoy I Hike, rather than a traditional end-to-end narrative about a journey. I Hike is a collection of short stories covering the highs and lows from 10,000 miles of hiking over many trails. Get purchase info and reviews at ihikethebook.com. Say, say, who was the, uh,
1: the author of that I Hike the book?
0: Yours truly. Oh. And, wow. we'll, and we'll get into that book and about four other books later in the show. A lot of good hiking books out right now. Cool. Cool, man. Cool. I'd also want to give a shout out to Joanne Carbon. She does the Boots McFarlane cartoon, and she was kind enough to animate all of us, uh, which you can see if you head over to thetrailshow.com. She made caricatures basically of, of all of us, and uh, I'm pretty stoked with how they turned out. I don't know how you guys feel.
1: Fantastic. I'm feeling good, yeah. Thanks I, for asking.
0: I look like I need a gold chain in that photo. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Maybe you do.
0: And also, the podcast is live now on iTunes, so please subscribe today by visiting the iTunes store, or head on over to our website at thetrailshow.com and click the subscribe to iTunes button. So, today we'll be covering our normal segments, Beer of the Week, Ask a Hiker, Trail of the Month, trail Triple Crown Trail Weather, I've got five hiking books I actually want to talk about. Uh, trip to Crested Butte this past weekend. I actually want to talk about how we met each other. Oh. Yep. And debuting this month, a new segment from a trail show embedded reporter that we'll be calling Scott Harriet's Tales from the Trail. Squitch? And finally, my first ever bout with... Squash, right?
1: Isn't that that guy's Summer name? Summer squash. Summer squash.
0: Altitude sickness. That's right. I actually got altitude sickness this weekend, and it sucked
1: but it wasn't the first What do you
0: guys time. want to talk about today?
1: I kind of I thought maybe we should talk about the uh, the fires that we're having out here oh. in the west. Oh, oh lots you know, of, <clears throat> something lots that's something that's kind of uh, on everybody's radar, especially here in the front range of Colorado where we have smoke in the urban areas from a 40,000 acre forest fire that's burning, oh, I'd say 50 miles to the northwest of here.
0: Yeah, just outside of Fort Collins. Yeah,
1: and it's it's sad and frightening to see uh, so much destruction and to see smoke in your neighborhoods and everything. But uh, I think the fact of the matter is the forests that we live and recreate in have always burned. And that, that's, that's exactly right. And, and you know, we just we choose to live where the forests want to burn.
2: And remember that fire about a month ago? Which one was that? Uh, The one also along the pooter.
1: Oh, yeah, the Hewlett 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 Gulch.
2: Started by a homemade alcohol stove.
1: Which blew over in a strong wind.
2: So if you're going to use your alcohol stoves in this really dry environment out west this year, be careful.
1: Yeah. Make a windscreen. Yeah.
0: I'd actually heard that the guy kicked over his stove by mistake, but you heard it was wind that
1: blew it over? Uh, Actually, I don't really know. I figured it was wind. I can can see
3: how you would kick it over. I almost feel like... In this dry environment, that maybe it would be, um, it would behoove someone to kind of hook up a wire around their alcohol stove at the base that has little loops so you could stake it to the ground, you know, so it doesn't get blown over or kicked over.
0: If if it's that windy, you probably shouldn't be using it anyway.
1: True, I'm just saying. Cook behind a rock.
0: Yeah.
2: Or go stoveless.
1: Yeah. That's for hippies. <laughs> it Damn. really is. Hippies. hippies oh, no, cold couscous. Only you freaking hippies go stoveless on these trails? So, it's what just... else
0: we got to talk about today
1: other than hippies?
3: Uh, I think Wheelo's almost here.
1: Wheelo.
0: Woo. Yeah,
1: Wheelo's on his way.
0: So, for those of you that don't know, D Lo's about two weeks out from being a father.
1: Wow, that's Thank amazing. You.
0: Thank you, everyone. Really appreciate it. Hey, D are they selling your crawl space?
1: Yeah, pretty quick. It's gonna be that. <laughs>
2: so all those people.
1: Yeah, they're, they're in the. They're just behind that little trap door to your left. Okay. They're. Oh. they're at,
0: wow, they che- they turned on you so quickly.
1: Why was that a bad joke? I don't know.
0: The
3: the crawl space folks. They're actually going to go trail him to the hospital, and when the baby starts crowning, they're gonna start cheering again.
0: Yeah. That's what it's going to be like at the hospital. Right? Yeah,
1: yeah. That's actually on our labor soundtrack. Oh, cool. <laughs> oh, you've already got like a playlist ready. No, to go? we don't. But that—that's going to be on there.
0: Okay, sounds good. So, anything else we need to mention before we get going? Sounds like there isn't. So, we're going to start this show like we start every show with Mike DiLorenzo's beer of the week.
1: Alright, so I guess the uh, ball is in my court, if you will. Yeah.
0: (laughs) Sorry, that was a that was a flashback from last
1: week. Huh. Beer of the week, huh? Yeah. Yeah, Okay. So today we have uh, this week, this month, we have two beers of the month. We have a White Rascal from Avery Brewing Company, a fine, delicious wheat beer. Always tasty in the summertime. Tasty year round, really, for that matter. We also have a 64 ounce mason jar of what looks to me to be some sort of a raspberry fruit punch. But in fact, it is Paul Mags Magnanti's favorite beer from the Southern Sun Brewery, which is maybe just uh, three quarters of a mile up the road from here. And it is the raspberry wheat. Now, the one thing you really want to be careful. If you order yourself a raspberry wheat... Uh, blackberry wheat. Oh, is it blackberry? Yeah. Okay, so it's, it's a namaste. blackberry wheat. Namaste. Namaste. I, Are you, uh, I when, and I... <laughs> I thought you were supposed
0: to be talking about beer, you know? I was trying, but I keep getting interrupted from these...
1: Space mom. Dude, you're actually being interrupted by yourself. I know, it's kind of really ironic. kind of trippy. I think it's the DMT. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways... Um, if you're gonna order yourself a blackberry, 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 blackberry wheat. wheat, just don't order a 10 ounce one. Just get a 16 ounce one. That's all that I'm yeah. saying. And it's my favorite summer. 10 beer. ounce? Yeah, because when you order yourself a 10 ounce blackberry wheat at the brew pub, you just kind of look like. Why would you a, order?
2: A weenie, I think it's the technical a term. Weenie.
3: Why would you order a 10 ounce beer? I thought it was like a pint or it was like. You know, well, the you Belgian
1: could order, style snifter. You could order a well, the Belgian style snifter is depending on what type of beer you have, right? Having. For sure. So the raspberry weed is not Belgery right snifter material. It's
2: more of a summer brew. You know, you've done a big hike, or and if you
1: order yourself a ten ounce one, you do kind of look like a weenie, like
2: that, oh, so. a weenie. Use a technical term. You know?
1: Yeah. What, what the heck are you guys talking about? Yeah. I'm just saying. All right, let's bring it. Bring it on back. Avery White Rascal, great beer. Southern Sun. Uh, that's how I bring it back. Sorry. We were oh, okay, bringing it hold on. Back. I'm almost done. Southern Sun, Blackberry Raspberry Wheat. Just don't order in a 10-ounce cup. And Avery is just up the road as well.
2: Another local brewery.
1: Where is Avery, actually?
2: 55th and Arapahoe, basically. Okay, so it
1: is in Boulder proper. Moving to Gun Barrel. What? The outskirts of Boulder. Really? Isn't that where the... At a time yet to be determined.
2: They've outgrown the current facility.
0: You Used to live over there, right?
2: Yes. I live right near the Avery Brewery now, too.
0: Um, Mm.
3: I actually went to a private tasting at the Avery Brewery when I first moved to Colorado. Wow. With one one Scooby. Wow. Page.
1: The Scoobinator. He
3: had a a private invitation to the tasting, and I got to tag along.
1: He is the man to go with. He's actually
2: uh,
0: a beer aficionado. Beer bigwig, really. He's a certified beer judge. He's a
1: beer bigwig, man. Yep. He knows what he's doing.
0: All right, let's... uh, That
1: was Beer of the Week, everybody.
0: Yeah, we're going to be giving you... Cue up the applause, Disco. We're going to be giving you... Beer of the Week. How about this? Oh, Golf Club, I like this. Very nice, nice. Beer of the Week. Thanks, Uh, everybody. You're welcome. And we'll be giving you updates throughout the show as to how these beers are treating us. and You'll actually probably be able to tell by the end of the show, mm-hmm. um, as we start slurring our speech and you know things of that nature. All right, so let's, let's get right into the, today's roundtable. Um, you know, I think we should talk about how we met each other. Oh, wow. Because we all met within about a month of each other in 2006.
3: Well, but they already knew each other. They
0: already knew each other. We didn't know either one of them, though. We being P.O.D. and Disco. So how
1: did you guys uh, meet me?
0: You picked us up on the side of Rabbit Ears Pass as we were hitchhiking into Steamboat Springs so on the CDT.
1: What were you thinking when I pulled over on my way up Rabbit Ears Pass? Well,
0: you had, you had the Triple Crown stickers on your bumper. So we saw AT, PCT, and CDT stickers on your bumper. And we figured this guy was in the know. Either that or he's a big poser. And as it turns out, he was actually in the know you had done the triple crown by it the had point. yeah
1: i hiked the cdt the year before you guys did
3: um i think that since we are Thank um you.
1: Thank you, Carl, space people
3: westerners and we like linear uh, descriptions discourse and algebra Yes, and Trig on occasion. I think that we should go back and talk about when you two met each other because it was probably before we met each other. Yeah, I think so. And then we'll talk about when we met each other, and then we'll talk about when
0: it'll come all together. Okay, so we're talking about D'Lo and Mags. How did you guys meet each other?
2: Serendipity.
1: I mean, what was it? Well, it was the
2: kickoff. I remember correctly. It was the kickoff. What year?
1: Two thousand two. Ten years ago. Okay, this very year.
0: Because you, you guys both hiked the PCT the same year, right? That That's is correct. correct. Okay. In yeah. 02, obviously. Also and, correct. So did you hike together out of the kickoff, or did you... No. Okay.
2: No. Well, we hooked
1: up right around High Sierra remember correctly. That is correct. And you, with? you, myself, and a gentleman named Restless Wind yes. hiked through uh, the Sierra for a
3: Restless bit. Wind? Did he have a gas problem?
1: No, he was a, a hippie. Oh. And that was a hippie song by a string cheese incident or something. One of those jam bands. Yeah, so he he was like a big jam band guy. String
2: cheese, yonder string band, I don't know. (laughs) Yonder
0: Mountain, string cheese.
2: Exactly. (laughs) There it is. Yeah.
1: Nice. So yeah, so uh, that's how Mags and I met. And I think my uh, earliest memory of Mags was when he was hiking through the Desolation Wilderness Maybe an eighth of a mile ahead of me, if not a sixteenth of a mile. Not too far ahead, but far enough so that he was out of earshot and I could hide behind boulders when I threw rocks over his head and they <laughs> landed in front of him. I'm,
0: I'm so glad
1: you brought this up. Uh, we'll get to that in a second. Okay. And then <laughs> I, I have learned the hard way not to throw rocks at people and I don't do it anymore, but it was fun that day to throw rocks in front of him and then duck behind a boulder as he turned around to wonder what was happening and why were rocks falling from the sky in front of him.
0: So, so let's talk briefly about why you don't throw rocks
1: yeah, in front Stilo. of people. Let, yeah, Stilo, let's
0: talk about why you don't hit fellow
2: hikers, especially very well-known hikers of, say, guidebooks.
1: Well, <laughs> you know, sometimes you might think it's kind of funny to throw a rock in front of somebody.
0: When? Only rude bastards do that. Yeah, exactly, dude. <laughs> What's wrong with you? But if
1: you accidentally hit them in the back of their head with a big rock, it's really going to hurt a lot. And um
0: so what happened who was this who was this, yeah, who uh,
1: this <laughs> So it's really just common courtesy to not throw rocks at people so that yeah. you don't hit mistakenly hit them. If, if only there was a like like handbook.
0: Yeah, if only there was like a PCT handbook or a maybe, courtesy on the trail.
2: A courtesy
1: yeah. handbook, that would be a great yeah. idea, guys.
0: Someone's yeah, someone's
2: handbook. Yeah. For the yeah. PCT and um maybe the CDT and yeah. If you're really ambitious, perhaps a handbook for the Colorado Trail to go with this, too.
0: So when you hit Yogi in the head with a rock, tell me exactly what the aftermath of that was like.
1: Well, I felt like a schmuck. I bet. Well, you are a schmuck. <laughs> and I, uh, and she basically turned around and said, what the hell?
0: That really hurt. You're lucky she didn't deck you, dude. And I
1: said, oh my God, I'm so sorry. I didn't mean to do that. I have to get the hell out of here. <laughs> and I did just that. And I ran ahead.
2: <laughs> he ran away with his tail tucked behind his legs.
1: Because I couldn't...
0: You couldn't handle the awkwardness I, what, what of was the was situation. Said,
1: it was really freaking awkward, yeah. So I So I had to get the hell out of there. And then I talked to her about it later in the day, but I explained to her what I was trying to do. <laughs> <And> what? <she laughs>
2: Bash her in the head with a rock?
1: rock? No, much like you, so I was like, trying to throw the rock in front of her so that it would land. <laughs> and she would say, oh my god.
0: Like what rocks are you? Are you, are you like you know a, a monkey or a chimp? Like I mean, why mm-hmm. are you throwing rocks like a caveman, dude? What's you know, wrong with you? You right. know what he needs to do?
2: <laughs> you need to hike more mindful and meaningfully from now on.
3: Yeah, it's true. Is anyone else hot? It's a little warm in here. It, it's yeah. it's warmish. Maybe, Maybe it we should is, crack that window.
0: We are in the historic beer district, you know, let's and it a is summertime. Stuffy in here. Yeah, let's crack that puppy. So anyway. I uh, feel the fresh boulder. POD there. and I met each other in uh we actually met through a, a mutual friend that I hiked a good bit with on the PCT and Train 4. Trainwreck. wreck, and she T-dub. Had T-dub. a trail T-dub. journal. And I was checking her trail journal out post trail and I saw this picture of some some unknown hiker that I'd never seen before. And
1: that was a, a the, Hiker Hottie, the POD.
3: And I would like to interject here that that particular picture that he saw was from Soul Train Night.
1: Oh. Not necessarily from the trail.
3: Soul Train Night is, it's been a big part of my life and see, it just it keeps it's the, it's the, the night that just keeps on giving.
2: And I understand you are a queen of soul at some point. <laughs> I
3: am. I was a former queen of soul.
1: Always will be. <laughs> Always will be. And I remember Disco had some problems with some of these Soul Train Nights. Just oh, one. Man. Just one? 2008.
3: That was actually the last
0: soul train night I've been to. The year that I became
3: the queen of soul, that was the night when he tried to go into the wrong house and ended up at the wrong house.
0: That's because I was celebrating Mike DiLorenzo's beer of the week.
3: Or maybe it was Mike DiLorenzo's (laughs) 13 Red Bull and Vodkas of the week.
0: I don't know what you're talking about. Let's move on. Moving along. (laughs) (laughs) So, anyway, Trainwreck introduced us. Long story short. We ended up meeting face-to-face at a beer festival in Salida in 2006. I'm sorry, 2005. Yes. And then I moved to Crested Butte in December of 2005. December 8th. And for our first hike, we decided we'd do a CDT through hike because that's, you know, the obvious trail to do is your first hike together. Absolutely. It's easy. (laughs) It's
2: straightforward. (laughs) Not not frustrating at all. No.
0: Absolutely not. Brings a couple
2: together in many wonderful ways.
0: Yes. and, And so... By the time we hit Wyoming, we're rolling into the Great Divide Basin and we run into Mags. And that's how we met you uh, for the first Around time. Around
2: the call water pools, no doubt.
0: Yes, exactly. I think we were filtering water out of some heinous spring that had an oily sheen on it or, or something. We like were, but. Yeah, Mags was just. You know,
3: magpie over there was just dipping sip. <laughs>
0: It's like an animal. He just puts his hand in the in the beaver palm water and just slinks right a, out of his. He hand. doesn't
1: really like to drink cool, crisp, you know, natural spring water. He likes it with you know, floaties, cow floaties, floaties, a little yellowish brown. Tent. Yeah, it's got to be kind of brown.
0: Yeah.
2: I like the roughage. It just cleans out the system. Oh, put some hair on your chest, right?
3: Oh, you've been drinking a lot of unfiltered water from the looks of it. <laughs>
0: So, so we met Mags. We hiked through the basin with Mags and did a good bit of the Southern Wyoming section of the CDT with Mags. And then um, our dog came out and so we slowed down the pace a bit and we were hiking into Steamboat actually to return our dog because he wasn't doing so well. So we're standing at the return side of the road. Him. Take him back to Walmart. That's returned. right. He had a good return policy actually. Thank you, Mary. Um, yeah, right. Anyway, so we're... We're standing on the side of the road with our thumbs out, little gimpy by our sides, and Mike DiLorenzo pulls over to pick us up and give us a ride to Steamboat.
1: Thank you. Yeah. Thank you very much.
3: I honestly didn't have any idea who you were. Disco knew who you were, but I I did not know. How did you know who I was? Well, like, after you told us who you were, he was like, oh... You're the embrace the brutality guy, or whatever. Like oh. he, after we got out of the Ooh. car, I remember him Damn. saying, "There's another
0: story." That's I remember my claim to fame actually.
3: I remember him <laughs> saying that, like, "Oh yeah, that's that's D-Lo, blah. and he like told me some stuff, and I was like, "Yeah, okay."
4: Rassify.
2: You no, know, that's a good story. How embrace the brutality came about. So how did that come about? Well, I, you know, I was borrowing Yogi's pocket mail, mm-hmm. which you also borrowed from her, correctly.
1: That's correct. Yep, that pocket mail has. It's probably a rest in peace pocket mail, but it's probably uh, heights three, four long trails. It it it's
2: almost a triple crown pocket mail. It's on the CDT three times. Wow! And the
0: PCT twice, I believe.
1: Unbelievable for a little ancient uh, electronic device. Absolutely. Yes. Does
0: anybody want to explain pocket mail to those that are
1: the new generation, not
2: initiated? Well, pocket mail uses a dial up modem, essentially. Analog Analog
1: modem. Analog. Yes. Wow. wow that's really good thanks that so, wasn't so that like, was actually not a soundboard uh, uh, that was that, actually that's really me. Good. Uh, that was me doing an imitation of an analog modem
2: but but the idea behind it is you could go to any payphone or hotel phone just get email only slow as molasses but it worked reliably for the most part and
1: this is before deal. the days of cell phones, people. Smartphones, smartphones. Exactly.
3: Well, it wasn't before the. It was before the day that people were carrying them on the
0: trail. Yeah, yeah you know what I, I'm saying. I had a I had a pocket mill with me in '04, and that's the first year I actually saw. Well, I take that back. There was a guy in '99. I saw two cell phones on the 1899. There was a girl, a thru hiker, I hiked with on the PCT in '04 that actually carried a cell phone the whole way, and she was the only one. On the PCT that I knew that year, that had a cell phone, and all the rest of us had pocket mail.
2: Was your wilderness experience ruined because she carried a cell phone?
0: No, I, I, on the AT in '99, it seemed a little weird because who had cell phones 13 years ago?
1: I mean, seriously. I mean, I, I know car- one guy who who still has his cell phone from 13 years ago, yeah. up until maybe a year ago. New Hampshire Dave. Yep. He had to retire his cell phone. The, he, he
0: used the same cell he phone. He used the same cell yeah. phone for and a he decade, did. and, and he, it worked. Yeah. I the only reason
2: why he got rid of it, so, the analog networks went away. If I remember correctly? Oh, that's right. Yes, sir.
0: No more analog.
2: Yeah. But anyway, to bring it back, if you will. So I emailed. I will. Thank you. For...
0: <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> yep. So I emailed DLo, and, and you know, it can be a tough trail at times. And I said
1: this, this, and this. And Dilo said basically. I, weren't you uh, kind of like on the verge of a breakdown during that it email? It was northern um, It Pi seemed Town. like it, yeah. You were on the verge I, of breaking down. Pytown. I understood.
2: But that's. I think many people break down. That's not. Get exhausted by the middle of New Mexico if you're southbound. Yeah. Especially southbound? I was, I was by myself from the Colorado New Mexico border on.
3: But so. you were with us all along the way because. About every 10 miles, we find a piece of your trash, and we were oh, man. constantly
0: reminded <laughs> of you. Yeah, I, we, I just want to leave the love behind that's me. That's right. A lot of, <laughs> lot of snicker wrappers and Jim Wolf guidebook pages. That's oh, how we knew it was you, man. Not
2: on purpose, I'll just say that.
0: And the best part, we actually found, there was a day we were going cross country in the middle of nowhere, no trail to was, be found. And it, it was snowy. And we found Jim Wolf pages. And Snickers wrappers, all right beside each other. And I was like, Max was here. <laughs> well, there's no registers on
2: the trail, so. <laughs> that's,
0: that's true. Drinking a up soda. <laughs> I didn't realize you were
3: having a rough time in uh, New Mexico. Yeah, I didn't know that. Well, not physically. It's just, no, no, yeah, I get it. It's
2: more of a mentally drained trail, so I, I called my good friend here, Mr. Mike DeLiver. so I emailed him, too. Who, who'd, he said who'd you call? Dr.
1: Dr. Space Man. <laughs> <laughs> So I wrote this oh, email, boy.
2: and Dilo said, it it "Embrace the brutality." And I said, "That is so awesome." So I see would Yogi on it. Oh, that's where it came. That's from. That's
1: where it came from. But and wait a it, second.
3: That was written on a sign in
1: Colorado when we went.
0: Well, through. Dilo hiked the CDT, uh, and, I had a, and I had a sharpie. Well, no. it, but you didn't actually write that, correct?
1: Uh, no, I probably did. <laughs>
0: okay, just clarify. I, I
1: had I had a sharpie, and I and I was a little bored and. I figured if there was a post on the side of the trail, I could draw pictures on it or something, and probably people wouldn't really to complain too much. It
3: was a trail sign.
0: Please yeah. send all hate mail to dlo at com. Oh, by the way, we all have email addresses now. Oh. So it's it's your trail name at thetrailshow.com.
3: Is mine P.O.D. or the Princess of Darkness? It's
0: P.O.D. at okay.
2: thetrailshow.com.
1: So clarify. Nice. have a hyphen?
0: It does not. Okay. Just check. They go to your regular email but, versus, okay. you know, that, eosis, but.
2: but that's how Embrace Brutality came about. I email three way email conversation between Yogi, D Lo, and myself.
0: Way. And now it's in her guidebook. Bandanas. It's, bandanas. it's
3: okay if it's in a three way oh,
0: I wish oh. I had that music I could with some it honey
3: up. with the honey in the middle, there's some leeway.
2: And for all Nice singing. So. And I'll make one quick comment for all those people who say, oh, embrace brutality, and make it sound so hardcore. It's meant tongue-in-cheek. We're a bunch of sarcastic East Coasters.
0: That's right. Chill. Uh, well, you're not You're from,
2: you're from West, West Side Coast of Detroit, to. so, you know, you, you get cousin yeah, status. Yeah, for sure. Okay. Cousin! Detroit City! Represent. That's right. W- what?
3: I actually went to college in the ghetto.
2: Of Detroit? Yep. Nice. Was all the singing there?
3: No, okay. Elvis was not singing nice. there. It was, uh, well, you just but nice it studio. was. Uh, I can't remember the street now, but Six Mile or something.
2: Anyway, six Eight Mile. In
3: the eight moment miles. you it own was. it, See, you I, better I, never I, let it I go.
1: Need, yeah, Whoa, this, you better. I need to is, have this music on cue. Right? I did. Yeah We do. We got to get some uh, Eminem up in we next do. week.
3: The university that I went to
1: was <laughs> on month. Eight Mile. Sorry, because that more legit than but rapping. You went in to Eight Mile. Rapping. That's where Eminem grew up. I know. Yeah, it was. we're we're. Interesting.
2: We're in Boulder right now, so rapping doesn't have quite the same cred oh. in Boulder, Colorado. Sorry, I, I,
1: I got confused. Right. I thought I was in Detroit.
0: Come on, man. Keep it Gosh. together.
1: That damn, All right, let, that damn DMT.
0: Let's move this thing right along. Please. I want to talk briefly. I got my first ever bout of altitude sickness this weekend, and oh. it was heinous. Wait, where are you? at like
1: 6,000 feet?
0: I was at 9,400 feet. Really? And we, we camped at 9,400 feet Thursday night. Friday morning, I woke up and I felt like the angel of death had come to take me away. It was horrendous, man. And I have a new, a newfound respect for anyone that gets altitude sickness. And, and the thing that kills me is that I lived at 9,000 feet for four years. I'm I'm you know I've been up a 14er here and there. I mean a good bulk of the CDT in Colorado is up above 10. All I can tell you is I I had two beers Thursday night. That's it. I woke up Friday morning. I was dizzy. I was nauseous. And I felt like somebody put a vice clamp on my brain and was just slowly turning the wheel. It was a splitting headache of proportions I can't even tell you. So we were actually supposed to drive over Cottonwood Pass Friday morning and go to Crested Butte. And instead, I begged P.O.D. to drive us back down to, to uh, Buena Vista so that I could get a hotel room. So that's what we did. I got a freaking hotel room, and I, I, I like pulled the shades, and I, I laid in the bed in the hotel room
1: until 5 p.m. P.O.D., this must have been really a really great day for you. This was well, an awesome weekend you know, for P.O.D. You know
3: how generally I'm pretty modest about myself, but um, I'm going to make an exception today. Um, I actually suggested... That we get a hotel room. And um, I rolled up and begged the people to let us check in early because my husband was so sick. And Aww. they were really nice people. Pinion Court Motel <laughs> in BV. Awesome. Go stay there. The people are great. <laughs> yes. So the other the
1: other piece of the story. Is... Wait, so hold on. Let me back up really quick. Okay. You were car camping at on the way up to Cottonwood Pass, yeah, which no. is a eleven thousand foot pass. Okay. Twelve thousand. You were twelve thousand foot pass that you yeah. can drive over. Yep. Yeah. Um, you were car camping at nine and ninety four ninety four hundred feet. Yeah. And you came down with this illness. The next morning. Interesting. What,
0: D You're saying.
1: Uh, uh, I,
0: I, are you saying? What are you trying to say, dude? Are you implying that I was like hung over or something?
1: POD, you were saying? Rostify!
3: <laughs> um, so, anyway, the other thing is that we were going to Crested Butte for a book signing. And as we were setting up yeah. the tent, Disco realized that he had not brought the books. Oh, yeah. So, the other piece of the story is that we had to drive, we were supposed to drive back to Denver to get the books, but he was in no condition to, like, Actually. ride in the sun and the car and everything. So, we got the hotel room, and I drove back to Denver. And got his box of books and drove back to DB.
2: Oh, that cool. w- is worth an applause from the crawl space people.
0: Yeah, I, I agree. I owe you like a, a couple bases of flowers, maybe yeah. a, a dinner out at uh, yeah. at uh, uh, illegal Pete's. Uh, <laughs> what? <laughs> high Roller. There's <laughs> oh. no, no, for like guacamole. Maybe the Golden Corral. I I'm, I was I was seriously a mess. So P O D.
1: This is not the first time that disco has actually lost
0: it completely. Oh, uh, we were talk. Are we going back to uh, Soul Train Night two thousand? Just a little bit, yeah. Well,
3: right. I don't think he was talking moving on. on. He had two beers. <laughs> I mean,
1: I
0: did. I had two. I had two beers. No, I don't think it was. There's a there's a there's a name beers. for that. There's
1: a name for that. It's very politically incorrect.
2: <laughs> well, go say we're not about politically correct.
1: Are you a two beer queer? <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh.
1: Yo yeah!
0: No dude, I, listen. Uh, 1976 listen, called like I said this is this has never happened to me before and and, I,
3: and the other thing is that the next day we did go we spent the night in BV, which was actually really fun. I, I can't say enough good, good things about BV. I've never explored the town before, but it was awesome. anyway, the next day we went to Crested Butte.
0: There's a whiskey distillery in BV and with wow.
3: and oh, within yeah. an hour of getting to CB. Disco turned into what we called Diarisco. Oh, if he had to drive down
0: to Gunny... I had to hang out in Gunnison for four hours just to get at a lower altitude again. Yeah. I I lived in Crested Butte for four years. I never had to drive down to Gunnison to get out of the... the it's 8,900 feet in CB.
2: And you work in the State Forest. I, I
0: know. I know. it's It's... It was a bad weekend on multiple levels. No, it was
3: fun. I I think we had a good time.
0: You had a good time. There were a few setbacks, but overall. You had a good time because the Grim Reaper wasn't knocking at your door the way it was knocking at mine. Was
1: uh, driving back to Denver to pick up the box of books that Disco Forgot fun?
0: Actually,
3: it was. Because I was in the Prius, and normally I drive my beater. And so I had AC, and I had, like, you know, full speakers. And. In my car, I have, like, one-tenth of the speaker you don't capacity. Have,
1: you, I, I thought you didn't have music in your car.
3: I, I do. You just no. got upset because I don't listen to the music all oh, the time. Oh, okay, okay. Um, nice. So anyway, I actually played some um, bunch of old music on my iPod that I didn't listen to anymore, and I was, like, instantly transported to this, the, the moment that I moved to Colorado. Like, that's how I felt for some reason. Cause I, I think mostly because I was driving, like, Mario Andretti all the way back, you know, and... Um, Passing people in the Prius, huh. schmucks. Um, anyway, it was it wasn't bad, you know. I was at home for 20 minutes, and then I uh, turned around, and went back to BV, and Disco Sweet. woke up about five minutes before I walked through the door.
0: <laughs> wow, I, I'm so in debt to her at this point. Like, there's no, there's no paying back that deed. I mean, that that was basically a four and a half hour round trip that she did without me, as I was like. Laying in a bed at a motel in BV, crying the blues, trying to get make my headache go away. It finally did. Yeah. And things got better, but anyway. So I was in, I was in Crested Butte for book signing. <laughs> wow. That's right. I had a book event at uh, my friend Arvin's coffee shop. It's a coffee shop slash bookstore called Rumors.
3: The bookstore is called Towny Books.
0: That's right, and I did, the, uh, I did a book sign-in on Saturday night, and I basically read a chapter from the book and signed a couple copies, and the cool thing is that the local radio station was kind enough to do a little pre-book signing interview with me, and I've got a little clip from that.
1: You're listening to KBUT. We're talking with Disco, who wrote a book called I Hike. Disco, besides the obvious, hiking, what's I Hike about?
0: Basically, the book has been 10 years and 10,000 trail miles in the making. Shameless plug. Rather than a traditional end-to-end narrative about a journey, a hike is essentially a collection of short stories covering the highs and lows from 10,000 miles of hiking over many trails.
1: A tagline in said the book says, mostly true stories. Will it, be, right. will it be obvious to the reader what's true and what isn't?
0: Yeah, it should be. And, you know, I, I, I kind of I
5: did that as a joke.
0: I mean, essentially, I had to change a few names here and there to protect both the innocent and the guilty. But the, all the stories are true. Just some of the names of the folks in the stories have been changed. Yeah, so that's that was just a little brief clip from uh, my interview with Chad.
3: Chad yeah. is so fantastic.
0: At kbut.org. Oh, love that guy. I love their radio station. It's just fantastic. It really is. It's pretty much the only, the only radio station in town.
1: Fantastic Chad. Yeah.
3: Oh man. He is Baller. An animal baller as he would say. <laughs> awesome.
1: So so the
0: book signing went great. Um and, and speaking of books, there's a bunch of books out right now uh that long distance hikers and frankly hikers of any sort would enjoy.
3: Um What about armchair commandos? Would they enjoy these? Yep. Books? They would. Absolutely.
0: They would. Um the first one I wanted to highlight is Decentras. Um you, it's essentially the second volume of a cookbook series she's doing, called One Pan Wonders. And her name's Teresa Black. Her trail name's Decentral. It's really, it's there's some really good recipes in the book. Head on over to One dot com and check it out. Really good trail recipes, lightweight food items for the trail. Um, I think that
1: might help one of our. Uh Ask a hiker questions later on in the show. Oh, really? Yeah. Very
0: fortuitous. Yeah. Very cool. And d you just read a great book. I correct? read a
1: great book here called Fire Season by Philip Connors. Uh, its subtitle is Field Notes from a Wilderness Lookout. And it is basically a collection of Philip's thoughts and experiences spending seven years at a fire tower in the Gila Wilderness in New Mexico, which happens to be at what I would believe is the top of the wolf route coming out of Columbus okay. um, not the official CDT but the wolf route heading up into the Black Range
0: I uh, I read that book about two months ago and so far it's the best book I've read in 2012
1: hands there's, down there's even a chapter in here where he talks about his favorite people to come visit the mountain who happen to be CDT thru-hikers
2: um, uh-huh. for all space
1: people where are thou?
3: can I borrow that book for Spain? you sure can
1: Man, I've r- I really read. dropped the. I really. Although it the, is a quick read, it's. Uh, <laughs> if you have a lot of time on your I hands. I don't know
3: that I'm going to. I, I, I actually have a feeling that this Spain trip. I've been doing a tiny bit of research on it, and I think that it's going to be. Um, pretty steep, and I, I have this like idea that I want to just like hike all day. I want to go as far you go as go I crazy. can. crazy. I do. And so I feel like... But then like, you
1: won't be able to hang out in town at the well, cafes Well, no, 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 no. Hike
3: all day when we're on the trail. Okay. And then uh, when you're in town, okay. you know, get drunk as a skunk and eat tapas. But mm-hmm. I'm saying when I'm out there, I, like, a lot you're of people a- stop every day at the Refugios, and they have, like, a meal there every day, and I... That, that... I can't do that.
2: So you're hiking or you're eating?
3: Yeah. And it's not cheap. It's, like, 10 to 15 euros per person. That adds up really fast.
0: Yeah, so that does add up fast. I rather every day. just
3: eat my dry ramen and move on, and then when I get to town, really do a binge drink.
2: You know, w- once what I'm a week, have some wonderful exactly. Spanish
1: food and some great or whatever. You'll be in town more often.
3: Anymore. Yeah, I know. I'm just saying that. I I, I, I
1: don't... highly recommend the book. It's a okay, great read. You. Although I think I read it in uh, three, four nights. Yeah, it's
0: a it's a quick read. It One of the two of those there.
1: nights, though, were spent on trail with my my uh, favorite two-hour lunch breaks and getting it to camp around 6.30. Oh.
0: The other thing I'll mention about that book, and I'd recommend our listeners to check it out, go to YouTube, type in Philip Connors' Fire Season. He's actually got a trailer for the book. This is becoming kind of more popular in the mm-hmm. author world. People are doing, like, essentially movie trailers for their books. And the trailer shows the fire lookout that he was in, in the Gila, and it shows his dog, who's uh, featured prominently in the book. Aww. and. They've got a, um, it's cool, they've got um, a little bird feeder set up. Anyway, check out check out the trailer on YouTube. Um, Mags, someone you know has just put out a book, correct? Well, I'm going to quickly go over two books.
2: A okay. Similar audience. Uh, There's Justin Lichter's book, uh, Trail Tested. Drama in hiking yeah, circles. Drama, very experienced long-distance hiker. Um, I believe he did the Triple Crown Plus in a year. For, for he did. Out. He did... T- Basically, you did 10,000 miles in 12 months. Which is probably what all of us each have
1: done in our hiking career. Right. Well, I think it, Mags has done a little bit more than the rest of us because he <laughs> hiked the full 3,400 miles of the Continental Divide Trail. Whereas most of us only probably hiked about 2,300 miles of the CDT. Yeah. It it's less every As you were time, saying.
2: <laughs> so, and there's the Andrew Skirker's book, which came out roughly the same time. Right. Another very experienced long-distance hiker. And it's Ultimate Hiker. And right. the two books have covered some similar material, but in my opinion, slightly different audiences. Sure, sure. Uh, Andrew's book looks more to the traditional backpacker, looking at the transition into more of a, a lightweight, or as he puts it, more minimalist backpacking style. Right. More hiking-less camping. And Justin's book looks more for the experienced hiker who wants to get more technical. Yeah. A lot more off the beaten path. He discussed carabiners for climbing. And right.
0: Foreign travel. So two
2: very good books, but different audiences in my opinion.
0: And you can get more info on Trauma's book at justinlichter.com. It's J-U-S-T-I-N-L-I-C-H-T-E-R.com. And Andy's new book, you can get more info on that at andrewskirka.com. Exactly. I'm really interested in that chapter on the carabiners. (laughs) And if you're so interested in my book, you can get more info on that at ihikethebook.com. I need that plug one, plug two, de la soul music. We'll get that next time. Okay. I'll make a note of that.
2: I Hike is a great book. No. Mags, you might have a blurb on the back cover, is that right? I believe that's true. But no, it's uh my fiance who's not a long distance hiker absolutely enjoyed the book. That's cool. She's laughing out loud and she's never she loves the backpack and hike. No interest in doing two hundred miles in the John Muir trail, never mind sure. two
0: thousand miles in the AT. And she loved the book. Oh that's cool. Um a good friend of mine from college, like we're talking mid nineties here people, way back in the day. She just. School. She actually just contacted me on Facebook, and she read it. And um, there's a couple of chapters in there that you might not read, might not want to read while you're, say, eating a meal. And That's I'll just fun. leave it at that. That'll be my disclaimer. I probably should have put that in the.
2: There, there's at least two chapters like that. There
0: is, but I think I think the chapter. There's also a chapter about a German hiker named Speedo. Yeah.
2: And my fiancé's is from Germany, and she states that. Exact quote: Not all Germans are like Speedo. Well, that's a disappointment, I must say. <laughs> Read the book, and you'll see why.
0: Sweet. So, tons of books out right now. Check them out. Um, what do you guys have? What What are we leaving out here on our round table?
3: Well, I've been re- reading a really interesting book about assessment of English language learners. Oh, gee, uh, uh,
2: <laughs> that's almost as good as his red fly card.
3: Uh, yeah, oh. that's kind of how I feel about it.
2: What was that book about again?
3: It doesn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Signed reading people.
0: Yeah, Pod's in grad school right now, but she's almost done, right? Almost
3: done. Woo! And then, uh, and then you can start riding that gravy
0: train. That's right. I'm actually going to um, quit my job once Pod gets her degree. You no, know, I think I think <laughs> we need
1: a sound uh, sound clip of that. Actually, Ozzy Osbourne singing so "The Crazy Train," "Gravy Train," "Crazy Train." That would mm. We could work well, that in here. Or Some
2: maybe take Floyd Money. <laughs> no? no? No, not the monkey. No, no. No. They're not no. the gong either.
1: Oh,
3: God, you're encouraging him. Happy Halloween.
2: What? <laughs> whoa, whoa.
0: <laughs> what, what was,
1: Where did that come from? Somebody in the crawl space. Yeah, it Been put it Down those... there for a little while. We so, are coming to you live from my basement here in the famous beer district of Boulder, Colorado, by the way. Historic. Historic. Why don't, why don't, we, let,
0: why don't we let James say that? Hey, James, where are we broadcasting from?
1: Coming to you live from Mike DiLorenzo's charming basement in the historic beer district of Boulder, Colorado, it's the Trail Show. Thanks, James. So what else do we have this week? I think I, I, I wanted to talk about the fires. We talked about the fires. Okay. Well,
2: we have Trail News. We, we didn't...
5: Well, that's, well that's, that's our second no, no, segment no, no. of the trail. Okay. Yeah. Don't it. get we ahead of yourself. Easy
1: we, we do have a new segment
0: that I need to debut. And if I, you guys don't have I, anything, I'm going to do it now. I, I think you should. Do it. All right. This week we have a brand new segment from a trail show embedded reporter on the Appalachian trail that we're going to call Scott Harriet's tales from the trail. <laughs> All right, let's go to Scott right now.
5: Hey there, uh, trail show uh, listeners. This is Scott. <coughs> Scott Squatch. Harriet. Sorry. I guess I should have cleared my t- forehand, Uh, uh, calling in with uh, some little tidbits from my uh, hike on the AT this year. Uh, day three, uh, by the way, just a quick recap, I did uh, half the trail last year. Shot a film called Flip, Flop, Flip, and available at SquatchFilms.com. Thank you, here in the plug it. And so I wanted to come back to the other half of the trail and shoot another film this year, which will also be available at SquatchFilms.com. Anyway, on day three this year, I encountered a guy named Animal. Uh, nice guy. Uh, And he gave me a great compliment when he said he actually watched my PCT films in order to help prepare him for the AT. (laughs) That crazy animal. Anyway, (laughs) the distinctive thing about him is that he's carrying an approximately 20-pound bucket with him as he hikes. He just switches hands off. And um, he also has a backpack. And his goal is to do the whole trail on a $1,000 budget. He says by carrying the bucket, which he also claims serves as an excellent stool, he'll uh, be able to buy in bulk and therefore he has the ability not to resupply over a three-week period. Good luck to you, animal, and remember to switch off hands occasionally. I ran into the Noodleheads as well, a great couple. uh, uh, I ran into in 07 and were in my final PCV film, Walk. Uh, We went bowling. I kicked their asses. Uh, it was very odd, though. I hadn't bowled in, like, ten years. And, like, the next three days, I'm not like, kidding, my left buttock was so sore. It was literally like Mike Dyson had punched me in my in my ass, just the left part of my ass. <laughs> Amazing. Yeah. It doesn't help that I'm 71. <laughs> and uh, let's see. You know, one last thing I want to say. Anybody who's planning on doing the AT, you have to. I mean, it, you literally have to stop in at the town of Waynesboro, which you'll probably do anyway. And go to Ming Garden. It is the best deal on the friggin' trail, if not anywhere in the entire world. For nine ninety nine, all this different Chinese food, including frog's legs, oh. and a great sushi bar. It's all you can eat. All I mean, like, good sushi. Not, like, sitting in the store for four days with with the maggots. Uh, they've taken the maggots out. This stuff. So it's like, really good sushi. So Ming Garden, in wait what a for plug a If You hiking, just drive there. You, you'll save... Whatever money and gas you, you'd be spending. All right. Well, uh, this is Squash reporting from the AT. Hope to call in again later. And remember, insert your own favorite hiking <laughs> aphorism here. Bye
0: bye. All right. That was uh, a little brief. A brief glimpse at what's going on on the AT this year. The main Garden. Wow.
2: Maggot-free sushi. <laughs> I just
0: actually. All you can eat blast from the past we ate at the main garden in 99 was it maggot 18. free sushi it was maggot free it was all you can eat just like it is now and the, the the crazy thing that happened to us there is um we rolled in with about 15 people and as we were sitting down we actually friends or friends family all at through hikers oh, okay um we we had like this big table and we asked the waitress if they sold alcohol and she said no and then we asked her if it would be okay if we brought our own. And she, I don't, I think something got lost in translation because she nodded her head and said yes. So two of the guys at the table went to the local liquor store and procured two cases of beer and came back to the main garden. And, and we ate plate after plate after plate of food and drank can after can after can of cheap beer and after about three hours, they were ready to, to basically just haul us out of there on a paddy wagon. Well,
3: it sounds like it didn't get lost in translation. It sounds like they thought you guys were going to go get some alcohol and drink it at the table and then leave.
0: Yeah, and but what, what, restaurants, I... what restaurant that doesn't serve alcohol is going to allow you to bring your
1: own a
2: alcohol into do. the restaurant? a few. No, no. yeah. yes. come yes. on. Because liquor licenses are very expensive. No. No. A lot yeah. of
1: being, being a southerner, I'm surprised you're not aware of this. What? I, it's you know in a lot of these towns that don't have liquor licenses at there, restaurants there's, you there's can liability bring your own. issues with that. No. Oh, bring oh, your own. Come on. No. A
2: no. lot of fine restaurants do that bring your own very nice bottle well, of wine and they and charge you a wine. corking fee. Yeah. Exactly.
0: Well that's a whole different deal. We're talking about the Main Garden and Light, all right? But so. they were
2: trying to, they figured you would bring a six pack, split it among
0: you well, do. The yeah, they There that, were
3: a lot of Mexican restaurants in Michigan that didn't have liquor licenses because they were expensive. Mm-hmm. But you were welcome to bring your own alcohol.
1: Yeah, it's very common I ate at a fine fish restaurant in Princeton, New Jersey a few years ago And they did not have a liquor license So we stepped next door and brought back a six pack of beer And had it with our fish And they were cool with that They encouraged you to do so What? No, it's very common Because a lot, again
2: It's very expensive to get a liquor license A lot of bureaucratic What?
0: (laughs) A lot of red tape what red I actually,
1: tape people red tape yeah
0: okay well it was news to me i i just thought that maybe she didn't understand us she was like sure you can bring what you know 48 cans of beer and that's well, fine
3: well i think that she was expecting a realistic amount of alcohol to come through the door and, and, and that...
0: let me tell you what after we rolled out of the main garden yeah. Uh, <laughs> Dude. Yeah. It, it was a little rough in the tent. <laughs>
1: some, some of us do live under a rock, people. Some of us <laughs> do.
0: Yeah, I, it, it was it was a little tough. But anyway, it looks like Squatch enjoyed it. Yeah. It was maggot-free sushi. What more could you want? <laughs> <laughs> was, they stick the maggots out, right? The standards are so high. Yeah. So if nobody's got anything else, that's going to wrap up our roundtable discussion, and we should go to commercial.
2: All right. I think we're good.
0: All right, let's do this. See you later, guys.
1: Four hikers with 40,000 trail miles. Disco, The Princess of Darkness, Max and Dilo.
0: All right, and we're back. You can find us at thetrailshow.com, facebook.com slash thetrailshow, and on Twitter at trailshow. So, we're heading into our segment section. and We're going to start out with Paul Magnanti's Trail of the Month. All right, Mags, what do you got for us this month?
2: Well, I figured this month we discussed the Benton Mackay Trail, or as some people call it, the BM Trail. The BM Trail. <laughs> hey,
0: talking to the mic. Come on, what are you doing? The
3: BM Trail. There the we BM go. Trail. It's what happens after you spend too much time at the Ling Garden or
2: whatever. <laughs> Eating maggot-free sushi. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Wow. Well, it is the BM Trail. But, you know, the reason why I want to discuss this trail, it's Southern Appalachians can be very beautiful. I sincerely mean that. But it can be very crowded. Yeah. Benton Mackay Trail, it's a little off the beaten path. When I did it, I saw
0: six backpackers in 300 miles. Six. How long did it take Backpackers. You, how long did it take you to go end to end? Two weeks.
1: Okay. Six backpackers. Two weeks.
2: Two mm-hmm. weeks. Two weeks. Started at Amicalola Falls. Did the Approach Trail. It starts at Springer Mountain and ends at um, Davenport Gap in Smokies. Davenport. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
3: Is that like Davenport?
2: Oh, Davenport. Yeah. I, have, I on, drink man. a lita of soda. So soda? Yeah. <laughs> Drinking a lita of soda?
1: <laughs> let's, hear, let's hear that again.
2: Drinking a lita of soda?
1: <laughs> oh, that's some modern stuff over there, disco.
0: <laughs> yeah, man. Anyway,
2: continue. <laughs> so, BM there, Trail. It's a great little trail. goes a little more off the beaten path. goes through the Smokies along um, the lakes. Yeah. avoids the AT. A lot less... A lot What's, less
0: crowded. Does it share any trail tread with the AT?
2: It does for a little bit at the very beginning. Okay. It, again, technically it starts to spring mountain. Many people, such as myself, do it from Amicalola Falls. It right. only has three shelters in the entire trail. Really? Which, which is a lot different. In the wilderness areas, it's not signed. You have to know a little bit of map. Oh. map. No, that's a good thing. You have to know a little okay. bit of map reading skills. You need a map? Yeah, you actually need a map to do this trail, in my opinion. A map? I,
0: I ain't going to do that trail, then, man. Wait, I don't know how to read a map.
2: And uh, there's no designated campsites.
0: It's not Where crowded. am I supposed to camp, then? What about my GPS unit, man?
2: <laughs> <laughs> there are no trail angels at every corner giving you sodas. Angel. What about the uh, hiker hostels? There's some rafting along the rivers, but that's that, more... That ain't you, no hiker hostel, man. Exactly. they are hostels more... Uh, oriented towards whitewater rafters and canoers.
0: Okay, so 300 miles. Is there, um, is there a trail association for
2: the BMT? Yes, there's the Bent Mackay Trail Association, um, bmt.org. Okay, cool. And, of course, the BMT is named after the founder of the Appalachian Trail. Bent Mackay. Wait, that's really confusing.
0: Yeah, that, Well, is it?
2: Is yeah, it? yeah, kind it's of. It's an Why honor. Why didn't they name the Appalachian Trail? It's a
1: tribute ben to Benton Mackay. Come on. Uh, this is... A little confusing? Yeah, I'm very confused. It's
0: got nothing to do with uh, Avery.
1: No. Is that the Myron Avery trail? It's nothing to do with Myron Avery. Maybe in Maine they have one of those trails. My head just exploded. Is that the Myron Avery trail? Yeah, look
0: look him up on Wikipedia. Dude,
1: very important. Ben McKay had the vision. Myron Avery had the back-breaking labor. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, that boy.
2: he, He was the... Let's get down to the brass, brass p- tacks, brass Pulaskis and McLeod's. Oh, yeah, that's yeah. right,
1: that's right. We have, we all do trail work here. We I got I got a steel Pulaski in my shed. He does.
0: Hey, speaking of trail work, um, POD and I go out usually every other year. I won't claim that we go out every mm, year to do yeah. to maintain help maintain a section on the Colorado Trail. And this year there's. Approximately 400 blowdowns on a 16-mile segment. And, and the U.S. Forest Service has deemed this section of the CT impassable.
1: And what I, section is of this? It's, is this? It's, right around, 12.
0: it's right around Harvard Lakes. Collegiate outside, Peaks. Collegiate oh, Peaks wow. outside of BV.
1: Uh-huh. And that, might uh-huh. And that might be newsworthy. Is that in the... Uh, yeah,
0: that's right.
1: Is that y- Holy Cross Wilderness up there?
0: Uh, It is in a wilderness area. Not Holy Cross. I don't, I
2: don't think, think it's uh, Holy Cross. South, south of the Holy Cross. Wilderness. Yes. And uh-huh. that's part of the problem because you can't use cha- uh-huh. chainsaws. Yeah. yeah
1: yeah. Collegiate Peaks Wilderness. Yeah, I probably. think so. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, cuz it's near Harvard and all but, that. But I thing.
0: mean normally when we do the they do a trail maintenance day once a year, normally there's like two blowdowns and maybe we like dig out some water bars yeah. and it's it's usually nothing major. They sent photos to us from what's what the wind event that happened last fall and somewhere it, underneath the jumble of trees supposedly is the Colorado Trail. I couldn't see it in the photos. The, it was unreal.
2: The CTF is claiming years before it's cleared up.
0: What is the... Uh, who's the CTF? Colorado Trail Foundation. That's right. Google it. Check but, them out.
2: Better get back to the more
0: east coast of the Appalachian Yeah, sorry, track. sorry. I got sidetracked uh, there. No, the, no, don't, that's, all, that's all we do is get sidetracked. <laughs> <laughs> that's what we should call this show, actually. Forget about the trail show. This the Blue be Blaze be Show. Side, <laughs> sidetracked with, with
1: Mike DeLorenzo. <laughs> sidetracked with some hikers.
2: <laughs> no, but really, I encourage everyone to do it. I mean, you need some basic navigation skills. Um, nothing too incredible. It's a great little trail. And again, go to bmt.org. Another great resource is um, the bmtguide.org uh, by Sergeant Rock of Hiking HQ
0: fame. Great guidebook. Oh. Yeah. And, and may, may, would you have been on the cover of that guidebook at some point? At one point. Oh, my God. Not anymore, though. Not anymore. Oh, no,
2: he's got it someone new? Well, someone a little more handsome and not quite as, you know, fugly on the cover. <laughs>
0: fugly is that? I mean, are we allowed to say that on radio? I think so. I think, so. I it's think not we are. Some,
2: I mean, I mean, would you want to see my mug on the cover of your guidebook?
0: Yes. Yeah. Why well, not?
2: Well, thank you. Thank you very much. Whoa. Wow. Wow.
0: That hurt the ear.
4: No,
2: bro. but uh, Rock did a great job in the guidebook and between the BNT Oregon. Hey. Amtguide.org Guide.org came out very well. So do the Bet trails. I'm a little off the beaten path for the Southern Appalachians. Cool. Doing the spring wildflowers and a lot less backpackers.
0: Gotcha. Very cool. Hey, real quick, let's weigh in on the uh, White Rascal from Avery Brewing. White I- Rascal.
3: I hope you're planning on sharing that, yo.
0: Why? Oh, you've already gotten into the... the, the, the I'll uh... share it with you.
3: Okay.
0: Woman.
2: So what so Rascal? I,
0: I, I'm enjoying it. I, I think it's good. It's It's got um, kind of a Belgian flavor. Well, it's a Belgian beer. So it is. Belgian yeah. style, rather. Belgian style um, wheat ale.
3: I happen to be partial to Belgian, so I'm pretty excited about the white rascal, although he, she is very scary looking. but um,
0: <laughs> Deepo, man, you're smacking you, your lips over you there, Are you chewing bro. your beer
3: over there? Yeah. No, why, why do
0: yeah. you ask? All right, so we're enjoying the beer. Why don't we move into the next segment, which I like to call... Mike DiLorenzo's
1: Ask a Hiker. Well, this week, we have two questions that were uh, facsimile into... Um, that is, fax, faxed, I should say faxed, which is the proper verb of facsimile, just like that. Well, actually, there's was a telegraph.
0: That, that's Morse code, dude. Oh, sorry. <laughs> How about this one?
1: There it is. Coming in over the wires, we've got some Ask a Hiker questions. The first one is from Beth from New Hampshire, and Beth from New Hampshire writes... Dearest d I'm not much of a through hiker, but I do get out backpacking most weekends once the snow melts until it flies again. But I have a problem. When switching from my normal diet to a diet of trail food, my bowels suffer tremendously. Within half a day of eating energy bars, dried fruit, nuts, tuna fish, and cheese on mini bagels, and instant noodle dinners, I notice an unsettled feeling in my stomach and then the flatulence begins. The flatulence is frequent. Many times an hour. Very audible and stinky. It's a, happ- it's a hassle that this happens every time I spend a few days out in the woods. And I don't know what to do. Should I switch to a diet of strictly trail food to avoid the problems associated with such a drastic change in diet? Or maybe I could try eating healthier on the trail. Or maybe I should just fast when hiking.
4: No, Any suggestions
1: that you and the trail show can offer would be so appreciated. Thanks. Bethany from New Hampshire. I have a suggestion.
3: <laughs> yeah, go ahead,
1: P.O.D. What's your suggestion? <laughs> My
3: suggestion is embrace the brutality.
1: <laughs> and just roll with the flatulence and the bowel. <laughs> t- tra- I think the flatulence is great. Really? Yeah, I enjoy no, it. I disagree. But it's almost as if your stomach like gets upset by the drastic change in diet.
3: Mine doesn't get upset, but I do have a lot of flatulence. And um, frankly... <laughs> I enjoy a good soft stool from time to time. Oh,
1: my I don't god! I don't people, think, it sounds like Beth doesn't have soft oh. stool per se. It's just that she's a little concerned with the drastic change in how her bowels operate after a day well, and a half. Well, maybe being she childhood. should
3: go for a long hike, and then she wouldn't have to worry about it. Yeah, it just I mean,
0: regulates itself. Wait a minute! What do you mean she wouldn't have to worry about it?
3: Because, because, yeah, it normalizes.
1: Well, yeah, well you actually, but I oh, you just right. get used uh, to the
3: soft stool, basically. I think that's
1: part of the problem. Is that you know when you're eating vegetables and you know and meats and well balanced meals with grains and fruits and vegetables, yeah. And then you switch to a diet of power bars. <laughs> I think I, there's going to be what, some pain. What could somewhere. possibly go wrong? I actually
3: I, feel like I have more fiber when I'm on trail because I eat so many like nuts and dried fruit
1: and stuff. And a lot
2: more carbs. <laughs> yeah. Sure.
1: Okay. Wow. That, that, thanks, Bethany. So. I don't know if we really offered you any sort of suggestions, per se. It just sounds like you got to tough it out. Just yeah. suck it up and go with it. Suck and, it and up. And maybe just carry, a little, the extra, carry a little extra toilet paper.
3: And, you know, maybe just enjoy crop-dusting people. Yeah. Know?
2: Yeah. Or Embrace if, the fartality. Or,
0: yeah. Oh, I like new trail show slogan. What was that, Mags? <laughs> <laughs> Embrace the fartality.
1: <laughs> oh, my God. Wow d what else do we have today? Well, we got one more here. And before I read the next one, folks who are listening out on the interwaves, oh, um, them now. Well, can that... I just recommend that send us your questions to uh, D-Lo at thetrailshow.com. Is that correct? That's my email address? That is no yeah. hyphen. Right. No hyphen. Is it no just hyphen. D-L-O-W? It That's is, right. yeah. Okay. He, he should have put in a hyphen. But there isn't one, so don't add one because it ain't going to work. So send it to D-Lo at thetrailshow. Send it, us your questions.
0: And include your name and your hometown. Because if we get emails and we've got no name and no hometown to work with, Dilo's gonna have to make one up, like Beth from New Hampshire,
1: right, Dilo? No, no, Beth is. Okay, I, she's I know real. Beth. Yeah, I know okay. Beth. Yeah, she's good a friend of mine. Good gal. So here we go. The next one. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Embrace it, the mortality. Uh, this next question has nothing to do with bowels, flatulation, or uh, inconstinence. So, uh, can we keep the fart in noises? In consonants? In consonance? What is that? Like a, that's B, really sure. C, D. I just threw it out there. Is, is so, that if we like... could keep the fart noises to a minimum, that would be appreciated. Okay, sure. That's then. Will of Fortune, in consonants. In other words, RASTIFY. Hands off the soundboard. Uh, All right. Sorry, man. <laughs> yeah! Okay, that's the last one, I swear. All right, so this one is from a hiker named Broad Dog. Bra, Bra Dog? Hiked, Bra Dog. Hiked the AT, class of 2011, Sobo. Bra Dog writes... Homes. I have this dilemma. I like to hike, but I like to hike with people. I find myself pushing to keep up with the group so that I can party with them in town. Pushing big miles only to get into town late. Then not have enough money to spend another night and need to leave prior to taking care of my chores. When I really want to just kick it on the trail, do some yoga, take a nap, and roll into town the next day. I know chilling and doing yoga is the right thing to do, but I just hate to be left behind for fear of being alone. Ooh. What should I do, Dilo? I really want to relax and do yoga on the trail. Namaste. Radom.
2: Namaste. Well, first, I must say, don't effing namaste me.
0: <laughs> also, another trail show slogan.
2: I mean, Namaste. Yoga... Wow. <laughs> I mean, yoga on the trail, I mean, yeah. it's easy to do interpretive dances as well. I mean.
1: <laughs> it could happen. I mean, there's a fine line between yoga that's unsupervised and in interpretive dance, you know, I mean, what, do you mean things just happen. like what are we talking well, about? Well, like if Kickboxing you're in a yoga now? studio and you're doing yoga, it's supervised, it's structured. Namaste. You know? You're trying to do what everybody else is doing, but if you're just out there on the trail doing some yoga and the breeze blows and the sun's filtering through the pine needles, you might just find yourself, you know, doing some interpretive dance. And that's okay. Okay. Yeah. So, raw dog, I, I, I just want to say that I think there's two types of hikers in the world. Two types. Okay. Those who hike their own hike and those who don't. Ooh. Oh, wow. Yeah, That's a, dropping a little wisdom it's on this, heavy. man. Or, so I think you just need to ask yourself who you want to be. You need to look deep into your heart and do what's right. What's right for you. Wow. Yeah. I'm all about hike my hike, damn it.
0: Yeah, hike mags hike, right?
2: Because when people say hike your own hike, it's really a polite way of saying F you. <laughs> What they really mean is hike my hike, damn it.
0: Yeah. Well, or maybe they just don't want you telling them, or they, they don't want... They don't want judgment. Te-
1: yeah, they don't want judgment. Uh, I, I feel for Broad Dog, though. I mean, he wants to do yoga, but he wants to hang out with his friends, too. Is, is, is Broad Dog
2: from
0: that show that was canceled?
1: What show was that? Oh,
0: Dog the Bounty Hunter. Dude, I'm broad so dog. upset about that. Man.
2: I know. That was your favorite show. Tro- TV show. It,
0: it was actually my favorite on-trail mo- motel oh. TV program. Wait a
2: minute. Wait a minute. That show is canceled, and Bra Dog is writing... <laughs> what? Do you
0: think His Dog? I don't
5: know. I don't know. I, mean, I don't it, think could it's was it could it, be was an, it an, an alias. A, was
1: it
0: a Colorado residence?
1: I don't know. All I know is his name was Bra Dog, and he hiked the AT Sobo in 2011. Because Dog filmed the I first got.
0: six seasons in Hawaii, but he's in Colorado Springs. I there. think... Really? The show got canceled. We no- could
1: go down there.
0: Oh, yeah, dude. And look for him. Oh, his. they they filmed in Denver before.
1: We could go down there and look for him if you want to.
0: The, the Bandolier Speedway right off 470. P.O.D. Where would drive us.
1: They filmed in an And
0: the Prius. Like.
3: I think I've already done enough driving for the oh, cause. Oh, man.
1: I thought you were enjoying it.
3: I was. When I was yeah. by myself and I could, like, listen to Sade, like, a
0: Yeah, I I uh, high levels. We all owe P.O.D. a round of applause for helping out my sorry ass this past weekend. That's I
3: was glad. I was glad to do it.
1: So there you have it, Bra Dog. I don't think hike we solved any Did of Bra
3: Dog's problems. No,
1: I think we just told him to hike his own hike, which well, means or hike my hike, Dan. No, 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 we no, didn't no. ask him to hike your hike, Max. I, I, that think I think he can do. I leaving a lot of trash th- on the trail. I've right. got an idea drinking for... cow water, and nobody needs to do that. Nobody needs to do that. <laughs> I've got an idea for Bra Dog. Yeah, if
0: he's on the AT, this is an easy solution. If he gets up, say, sometime before eight a.m. No one else is going to be awake. He can True. do his yoga, get it done, and then by the time everybody else is actually getting out of their tents, he'll be ready to socialize and hike the trail with Because
2: AT hikers start being serious about 9 o'clock. Yeah. And yeah. hike to about 5, maybe 6 at night. Yeah. So, so
1: he, morning yoga, broad dog. Morning, morning yoga. yoga. I like it. Namastes and sun salutations. Awesome. So...
0: Before we get into our next set of segments, we're going to go into commercial again, and we'll be right back with the trail show.
1: and live from Boulder, Colorado it's the trail show
0: and we're back thanks everybody for coming back this uh, next two segments are sponsored by the paypal button on our webpage thetrailshow.com feel free to head on over to thetrailshow.com click the paypal button and support our next round of beer on episode 3 coming to you in July so Mags we got some listener feedback some really good feedback overall I'd say um Matthew Isaac's
2: Edwards said, a F- triple crowner himself said, This is like listening to my through hiker buddies sitting around a campfire. Really? Yes. He really enjoyed it. Um, oh. that, that's really, that's what we're aiming for. We're not about Wow, that's really good. I've
0: actually got some that, that is slick. Some nighttime because campfire.
2: This show is not about interviewing celebrity hiker. It's, it's not an, about We we are
3: celebrity hikers.
0: Oh come <laughs> on. Uh, just
2: kidding.
0: Forget about it. Yeah, okay.
2: forget about it. Um, it's not about the latest Pertex jacket. It's just shooting the breeze. We, we have no. Huh. Well, in certain circles, they you say know. Is it
1: Playtex jacket? Is that. Oh, uh, man. It from, from <laughs> Family motorcycle? friendly
0: people. He's got a Playtex <laughs> jacket. Wow, really?
2: Or a Family latex friendly. jacket. Is it
0: the
1: Pearls play-tex? playtex? The really smooth. Latex. Plastic? They don't use that
2: for <laughs> hiking. Max. The latex you, jackets used used in New Orleans. It's a tough show. crowd, man. And good it, luck. It's a very tough crowd. But, yeah. but i thought that was very nice that's what we're aiming for and we ex- one comment was i can't download your podcast and we did some sleuthing we exceeded our bandwidth limit yeah in on the, the first, first 24 hours which is really amazing
0: although we did have the the basically the free plan uh yeah so we didn't have a whole lot of bandwidth to work with but i was i was like shocked I was,
1: yeah we, we've got some technological professionals that are going to Get a handle on that in the next. Month I'm a or so. professional awesome. IT monkey because I'm a
0: technological hack, and I basically like. We got some that technological
1: professionals in the house. Take
0: care of these.
2: does web stuff. I'm an IT monkey, and it pays the bills. Yeah,
0: and I'm a forester, and no crap
2: about.
1: Wow. it. Cue that monkey sound, man. Oh, you guys want to yeah. hear the chimp?
0: <laughs> there yeah. you go. That's my job. Is I'm that gonna... is that what IT monkeys? Is that the noise they make? It that the... we
2: we won't go into that because. <laughs>
0: okay. <laughs> that just makes me bitter. What but about anyway. this one? <laughs> The loon action?
3: That's you. You're Aren't the that... egret.
0: No, no, no. That's it's a loon. A loon. That's very...
3: I know that, but it's a bird.
0: That sounds like Maine and
2: be beautiful. Coyotes.
1: Could be coyotes. laughing, right? No, that's a
2: loon. No, that's a loon. <laughs> and that's Maine. That's beautiful. It's wonderful.
1: We are really getting sidetracked here. People. Yes.
2: What are we, we talking about? Oh yeah. yeah. Well, we had one comment from a, a PCT personality. I think we have an audio clip. Hey, Mags. Is this
0: some kind of iPod thing? Yes, it is an iPod thing. Is it is, honestly? That's what they said about In, the trail show. Yes, they asked you if it was an iPod thing. An
2: iPod thing. What? What is an
0: iPod thing is? I don't know. But I don't know either. But yes,
2: it is an iPod thing. It's an MP3 thing. It's, for those few people out there, it's a Zune thing. Oh, oh wow. Mags, I, I totally
0: oh, dug heavy, on the Zune, and I didn't realize heavy. you owned one.
2: I do, and you know, through work, I have a Windows Phone too. So I'm like an island of one. I own a Zune,
1: and I have a. <laughs> <laughs> technological professional Paul Magnanti I thought you were an IT oh, right guy Right over there Paul you, Magnanti Technological do also, professional
3: Do you also rock the monoboard Skiing? Because <laughs> well, that would be really amazing I, I
1: telemark skis so If Max nice, no, no, nice no. tried to rock the monoboard He would just go down yeah. Oh, yeah. Down fast <laughs> In, in any know. case, but
0: <laughs> I think this is a good way to move to trail news. What do you, what do you think? Yeah, I agree. Let's uh, let's get right into trail news. So
3: cleaning <laughs> out those tubes, whacking the vacuum, <laughs> vacuum I,
0: tubes. Yeah, <laughs> I think that's like the vacuum tubes. Isn't that uh, how you get your information? Yeah,
2: <laughs> whacking the
1: vacuum Just don't break the <laughs> vacuum tubes when you're whacking them.
2: From overuse, no yeah. doubt.
1: Yeah, yeah, you gotta watch that, man.
2: But. Yeah. Anyway, we, we kind of discussed a lot of this already, but it's good to touch base again. But Segment 12 of the Colorado Trail is, by the Colorado Trail Foundation, impassable. The Forest Service said so this is one of the worst years they have ever seen. It's a wilderness area, so they're not going to be able to use chainsaws, unfortunately. Let's get a dispensation. Um, they do have some alt routes, uh, alternate routes on the Colorado Trail Foundation website. Oh, really? Yeah. It's all documented. Um, Jerry Brown of Bear Creek Survey, maker of the CDT maps and yeah. uh, Colorado Trail maps, has graciously donated free maps to get around the blowdowns.
0: Are they suggesting people take the actual CDT around, or a different route? That's
2: the main one. In fact, the Forest Service said this is one of his favorite routes. Okay. Now, uh, one of our buddies, Pepper PA. Is ah, Pepper Paw. Pepper Paw. Pa. Pa. He's going for the CT. Um, speed record. Unsupported oh, speed record. That's correct. And I don't know how this plays into
0: it, and I told him, dude, it's well, is kind impossible. Of he's not starting the trail until August, but they said years before they clear it. I think they're wrong about that. Okay, and, 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 I, and I say that because um, PUD and I actually helped maintain that section of the CT. Oh, sweet, and we're and,
2: amazing,
3: so we can just go clear 300 blowdowns, and no problem.
0: We've been getting some email updates from the guy that organizes the trail day, and he's actually Dreamer. P- he's actually yeah. Uh, shout out to Dreamer. He's actually planning Dream about weaver. about six to ten trail work days. So that, That's a lot of work. Yeah, but it, and, and those are occurring between basically this coming weekend and throughout July. So it may be clear by August. We'll see.
2: You know, and I sincerely mean this, through-hikers get all the accolades, but it's the trail workers who really deserve it. Drinking a litre of soda? <laughs> <laughs> no. Sorry, dude. I don't, I don't know where that well, came and, from. Well, and there's, no, pos- <laughs>
3: there's a possibility that they are going to...
2: Maybe get allowed to use these chainsaws yeah. and
3: such. And there may or may not be someone in the room
2: who you
3: know, who is certified to use a chainsaw and pass their red card
2: pack test. test? Yeah. Maybe he works for the State Forest. Every yeah. time
0: I talk about that pack test, I just get a little, you know, people fall asleep. So yeah. I, I, I don't know.
3: That's how, actually how I fall asleep at home. I say, tell me the story again about your pack test.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> She's um, out. She's out, man. So, uh, moving back. along.
2: <laughs> so we touched upon the wildfires. <laughs> we got another one coming in. All right. There it is. Incoming. <laughs> uh, lots of wildfires this year in the West. Lots on of wildfires. Uh, per- yeah. Particularly in the CDT, um, as we mentioned the Gila, over 100,000 acres, apparently. Which is equivalent to, some people say, the wildfires... In 1986 or so in Yellowstone? Oh, we're talking about the Gila?
0: The Gila. The Gila is actually at 300,000 acres. Wow, it's grown. It's it's over twice the size of the previous largest fire that New Mexico's ever had.
2: And that just... People are starting to avoid the wolf route. Yeah. And starting to take the former CDTA route. Is uh, it open? From what I understand. But I didn't realize it was up to 300,000 acres. Yeah,
0: it is. The other thing I'm curious about is... Philip Connor's book we were talking about earlier, Fire Season, has the air has that is that fire tower still there?
1: It may or may not be. I think I saw a map of the uh, Gila Wildflower fire. Fire, not flower. Flower.
0: How's that Wild beer, Dilo? Flower, <laughs>
2: pretty
1: flower.
0: <laughs> How, how's that beer
1: treating you, man? Yeah. <laughs> wildfire. Rastify. So yeah, so the wildfire has basically consumed the western half of the Gila Wilderness. Three hundred thousand. If you look at the if you look at the map of the Hila Wilderness, and you look at the map of the fire, you can say, well, that fire has burned most of the Hila Wilderness. Yeah, and it's a
2: beautiful area. And oh,
1: I think Philip Connivers. Connors. Connors, Yeah. Sorry, dude. That damn DMT again. I I and I. Wow. His fire tower is actually on the eastern side. From oh, what I understand. on the are side of the It's on the wolf route coming out of Columbus at probably the crest of the Black Range.
0: P.O.D., are you eating your beer? Like, what are you doing over there?
1: There's not
2: that much hops
0: and I'm barley. I'm
3: savoring.
0: Oh, okay.
3: Because everyone knows I'm like a white rascal.
2: <laughs> a beer. <laughs> anyway.
3: <laughs> so, people <laughs> Wait, taking man. the the. Oh, yeah, man,
0: this, this podcast not... has gone to sh.
1: That was actually disco burp. And there was
3: particulate that flew
0: onto it. (laughs) One other quick thing I'll say about the Gila. Um, So it is at 300,000 acres, and it is the second largest... I'm sorry, it is the largest fire now in New Mexico State history.
2: And I... Hope I'm wrong, but I think that's just one of many, as we know in Colorado, to come this summer. It's been a very dry winter in yep. the Rockies, and yep.
0: And there's multiple hey. fires in New Mexico right now. Multiple fires in Colorado. Exactly. So it's it's pretty rough for folks on the CDT. So be if careful you're, out there. I if mean, you're a CDT thru hiker this year, n- check the web. NCWeb. NCWeb. org. org.
2: org. Yep.
3: I have a question. What do you got? Yes. How does the Gila Fire rank with? national on a national
2: yellowstone. Scale. Like, yellowstone
1: being the the
0: benchmark. Yeah, part. like how does it rank how, many, how many acres rank was
1: Yellowstone, it? do you know?
0: Actually I, I know the Wallow fire last year in Arizona, which was Arizona's biggest fire ever, was five hundred and fifty thousand acres okay. when it when it was finally contained. So three hundred thousand acres in the Gila. And what they're saying actually is that that fire won't be out until the monsoon set up in late July and early August. If they set up and okay. if they don't set right. up, all bets are off.
2: And while fire is a very natural thing, there's been 100 years of fire suppression.
0: So exactly. It's a, it's a big tinderbox
1: waiting to go Which is simply why the fires are so big now. And a lot yeah. more populated in the foothills. Yeah. And,
3: and the problem with those fires is they burn a lot hotter because there's more fuel. And as a result, the ground becomes sterilized. Wow. And it takes longer for things to grow back. Absolutely. And the reason I know that is because my husband is a forester.
1: I, th- I kind of thought some crickets were more appropriate than the. Uh, <laughs> Whoa, it's like a Def Leppard concert.
2: Well, I guess the main point.
3: Okay, three sound <laughs> effects in a row is <laughs> Yeah, not okay, sorry, sorry. Uh, uh, well, I guess the main point. Hands off, off the iPad. Okay, be, sorry. Be
2: off. careful out there on the CDT. Um, mind your alcohol stoves, which great little mm-hmm. lightweight stoves, but they can be <laughs> unstable. And
3: mind the signs. Yeah. Yeah, the fire closure that applies to you. Yes,
2: because no can't fire. Um, no, That's no,
3: no, not not fire band, fire closures. Yes,
2: fire closures. Oh, yeah, we, wow. we are ambassadors of the trail. That's mean, important. He, he signs right it.
1: there. You don't want to step out into the woods fifteen miles from the trailhead and find yourself facing some flames. No. It, exactly. And that we give a bad name to other hikers after you. Yeah.
0: You
3: gave hikers bad names. Oh. Whoa,
0: whoa. We need some bon Jovi to give Whoa
1: Dr. Space Man. <laughs> That's
4: All right, the closest so I've
1: got next, to Bon Jovi. Next month, we're coming out, coming at you with Bon Jovi, Ozzy Osbourne, De La Soul, De La Soul samples.
0: Justin Bieber. <laughs> Whoa.
1: <laughs> we
2: have
0: a great clip of Justin Bieber wishing D Lo happy birthday. Wow. Here we go. Oh. oh, we don't have that clip, sorry.
3: Did you have the Bieber fever?
2: I
1: always have the Bieber fever, baby. Uh,
2: one thing about D Lo, we tend to have these jokes that. When do you just get sick of after a while for some reason? Oh, no. so you're
1: talking about when you and I wanted to go to the uh, Justin Bieber movie together?
2: Oh, that would be so awesome. <laughs> oh, my God.
1: There's a movie? Creepy.
4: <laughs>
1: is there really a movie? 36, 38-year-old men at a movie theater. <laughs> oh, oh, we're coming oh, back to Maryland with teenage girls. Whoa, whoa Just a oh, Is that why you wanted to go? Sketch Central. Got, you got any more trail news, man?
2: <laughs> but speaking of CDTA, so CDTA is no longer was discussed last month. Right. But... There is a new trail organization. Shut
1: the front door.
2: I swear. Contact what do we got? to the Levi Trail Coalition. <laughs> CDTC. CDTC. Okay. And what their purpose <laughs> is, they want to incorporate all the different groups. Jim Wolfe's group, a lot of the volunteer groups, such as the new one in Montana, for example. Right. The Volunteers Road Dog Colorado make an umbrella organization. Oh, cool. And they're more, whereas the CDTA did good work, but they were more, more about the
0: organization themselves.
2: This one's about the trail.
0: Gotcha. Working to promote the CDT. So, if people want to get more information on the CDTC, where can they go? Very
2: simple. Continentalavitreel
0: dot org.
4: What oh, kind of
3: organization uh,
2: is it? Umbrella organization. Under
3: my umbrella. <laughs> wow. Hey, hey. Under my umbrella.
2: Wow, they're into it. Wow. And if you tune in next month, all well, the best of Pod sings.
3: Oh, yeah, that boy gets even better once I start she- having drinks.
2: How's that white rascal treating you?
3: Good. I have to move on because the white rascal is out. I think this would be a good time to talk about the blackberry wheat. Yeah, well, actually. I have one more. Oh, I'm sorry. This is Never very mind. important
2: because we're not the only hiker podcast out there right now. Oh, right. oh that's right. That's right. Okay, so we'll just give a shivers. Push. Shivers. A quick shout out to throughhikerpodcast.com, All one word. Awesome. Different focus. Well, he actually has a focus. Right? Yeah. Yeah, right? <laughs> Unlike
0: our show where we're all but over the But if you map. want
2: some more Hiker Trash Talk, a little different from our show, but Hiker Trash Talk, go to throughhikerpodcast.com. And can we cue that audio clip again? Which one? The one about the um, iPod thing. Oh,
0: yeah. Let me, um, let me grab that. All right. So, Mags, is this some kind of iPod thing? It is. We're both
2: iPod <laughs> things. And
0: that's what I have for news <laughs> this month. Awesome. Thank you, Mags. Um... One segment that we failed to get to earlier was Felicia Hermosillo's Trail Name of the Month. And I think you were going to focus on best trail names this year.
3: Well, the honest truth is that I don't know who's hiking this year. I have no idea. But.
0: Or or best trail names
3: ever. Well, you know, I was trying to think about that. And it's hard hard to come up with the best. It's
1: got to be Gandalf, right?
3: Or no. Strider. No. Bilbo? But what I was thinking about... Hey, man,
1: no, no Lord of the Rings trail name, Didn't you say that? The Beeb.
3: <laughs> the Beebs. <laughs> yep, yep that boy. would be a great trail name. <laughs> the Beebs. Yeah. Um, what I was thinking about, actually, instead of choosing just one name for this week, I was thinking about names that are really, really appropriate for people. So, for example, my friend Trainwreck. Okay, she's a complete Trainwreck. That's not how she got her name. But that's a good name for her. You know? It's like really appropriate. Is,
1: is her life just kind of falling apart?
3: No, her life isn't just thing, situations that she finds herself in. Yeah. You know, just.
2: Ozzy Osborne should be queued up right
3: now. Her way. And.
1: Crazy turn. Oh,
2: yeah.
3: And um, kind of another really great example of that type of name that really suits someone is My Name. The Princess of Darkness. I, I would agree. And and the reason that I like that my name so much is because um, it's like Princess is like really nice and sweet. Which, you know, believe it or not, I can't be that way. I fooled a lot of people.
2: She's a very generous woman. I and then there's
3: the darkness part, which is like the best part of me, in my opinion. So, I don't know. I like trail names that like, are appropriate for people. You know, we talked about like how Food Bag is a stupid name. That's a stupid
1: name. Yeah. You know I'm what I mean? I'm not a fan. I prefer so douchebag myself. <laughs> douchebag! <laughs> hey Douchebag would, hey.
3: douche would be a great name for someone. It's
1: radio safe, people. It's radio safe. Douchebag yep. would
3: be a fantastic name for someone who's a douchebag. Sure. You know?
1: Trashbag, maybe for that hiker who wore a trash bag on that Well, it goes day. back
2: to our bad trail names. You yeah. Know yeah. Hey, she, you know, I, I thought we were focusing
0: on, on trail names we like. It's a dude. fine line. Have
1: I, have I told you guys about the guy... 12 years ago whose name was Poop Finger yeah
0: (laughs) you mentioned that last episode
1: (laughs) that's a great trail name I like it
2: I have a very good trail name story okay go so talking about appropriate trail names yeah um, back in 98 you know dark ages when men wore leather boots and external frame packs not quite that old okay not quite that old laundry laundry
1: bags I think back in 98 they had laundry bags you know like those mesh laundry bag backpacks that was
2: 2002 on the (laughs) PCT
1: But in any case... You Did know. you have one? Uh, Mags, you had one. Was
0: it a Lynn Weldon pack? It was.
2: It's, I still have it. It's a great
0: pack. Oh, very cool. I still use it on occasion. My, my good friend Laundromat, who hiked the PCT-04, <laughs> got his trail name because he had one of those backpacks.
2: But this is old school trail name. She was given it, whether she wanted it or not. So she thought she'd be slick and use a Ziploc bag and go to the bathroom at night. Like oh, one or two? Boy. One. Quart or gallon? I don't know the size. And she used a Ziploc bag, and <laughs> snack size. Oh dear. Ha- well, half anyway, pint. half this, pint. This, this person <laughs> made a mess, and she had a trail name she chose. I don't remember it to this day.
0: Uh-huh. And she was dubbed Ziploc. Okay, that's that's, that's appropriate, bad.
3: and that's better than like
1: urine bag. Or
0: but it was old school because she <laughs> didn't or, choose use colostomy it. bag.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> that would be a good right. trail name though. I, I want to I- hey, colos- colostomy.
0: Colostomy. Oh, yeah, CB. Color C bag for hey, sure. You know what?
3: <laughs> if 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 colostomy bag refers to somebody that poops in a bag, can I just say that there's someone in this room that should have been dubbed oh, colostomy no. bag? Oh no! <laughs> oh.
0: oh no! Let's so, not go there. Are
2: medical conditions okay for trail names?
3: Well, I don't know. I did mean, you poop in a plastic bag last weekend? No, but I he,
0: he not. has. Oh.
2: Before. But that's called a wag bag. Did oh. you know that?
0: It is called a wag bag. As a matter of fact, if you're up, if, say if you're climbing Rainier for instance, you actually have to pack blue bags up with you because you're not allowed to dump on what the glacier. If,
3: what if um, what any if, alpine climbing? What if you're yeah. just um, what if you're just in a campground?
0: It's, it's leave no trace.
3: What if you're just in a campground? The and you smear just... method?
2: No, no, I've it's never cold. done Wait, that. Wait, I have a
3: question. Oh, a
5: question, please.
3: What if you're just in a campground and you and there's a privy right across the street? And you just don't want to go over there to use it, and you choose to oh. poop in a bag.
0: That's called lazy. It's yeah, that, that is. is. Who the f would do some crap like that? I mean, literally seriously. some crap like that.
1: Back the smear method, though. The smear method is okay. Is yeah, it not I think pack it, out your uh, toilet paper, just smear it on the I surface of the rock. No, is, Alpine. No. Yeah,
0: no. No. Alpine. That is not. Cool. You
2: take a wag bag. It comes mm-hmm. with um, some. Alcohol wipes, mm-hmm. some TP, and a bag, and you pack it out. I, I yeah. thought that the smear
3: method was for above tree line.
0: No. So, yeah. you go to like desert.
2: Or, or uh, alpine. If you go to the... Like, I went to the park at a bivy permit, and that's for above tree line, and they give you a wag bag automatically. How so the, many
3: times can you go in a wag bag? Like, can you go multiple... So you just get one? Yeah. One dump? That's it?
1: Well, for a weekend... I mean,
3: one dump for a weekend? Are dude, you kidding I have to take me?
1: two. I mean, if you're spending. I, no, well, actually, if you. Yeah, if, you, you t- if you poop in Civilization. <laughs> <laughs> All right, our, our fans well, are really. On Saturday. This then convo. you probably only need to take one poop on Saturday. Or are Sunday? you going field mode? What's field
2: mode? Or you just hold it until so you get back to the privy what, on a what Sunday. Are you really, really, Max? Wow. Really? What? I, who can. Ho-
0: you can hold it
1: for oh, a yeah. weekend? What? That's that perfect. No, if you do it on a Saturday. In the morning, as you said. Do <laughs> uh, disagree? Disagree. Because when I wake up on that Sunday morning, the first thing I have to do after eating all that trail food and rocking my bowels just like Bethany does is I gotta poop, man. Yeah. Who the heck is Bethany from New Hampshire? From New Hampshire. From New Hampshire. Oh, question.
0: oh, yeah. I forgot. Into a, I ask a hacker. I'm sorry. I actually had, had forgotten
1: about Bethany. How do you
3: hold in a turd?
0: And
1: her issues. You, you just go with that. It's called <laughs> field. Mode. I'm not sure if you're aware, but Mags is somewhat superhuman.
3: Have you mm. read that article in Blender Magazine with Lil Wayne about how he talks about not taking a dump in jail?
1: Mm. I've never read For like a weekend? Ayo, with mm. the fart noises. Oh, oh wait. Sorry. And I, I picked Hell. up the term, field mode for some army buddies. Now we're talking about we Lil got, Wayne. We got four samples queued up for next month. We got Tony Danza saying, Ayo, OA. Okay. Right? We got to get Ozzy Osbourne, Crazy Train. Plug one, plug two, De La Soul. And what was the fourth one?
5: Anything bon Jovi. Like yeah, no, it's Bon, bon Jovi.
1: Some you B- give love some a some bad BJ. name. Maybe yeah. some Bieber. He writing right. those down there. Before so, we
0: completely, we some Riri. before we completely go down the rabbit hole and lose this combo altogether, I want to give you my top three favorite trail names of all time. Whoa. Okay. Do do whoa. Starting with me, starting
1: with number three. <laughs> Drum roll, oh, please. Number no, that's a sound bite number five. A drum roll, maybe. Oh, so, trill name
0: number three. I need a I need a timpani or a drum roll. Sorry, uh, big girl. There there was a there was a guy on the eighteen ninety nine. He was about six foot six, two fifty, two eighty. I don't know somewhere in there. And his trill name was big girl. Not bad. That's I like funny. Because
1: that. there
3: was a really huge guy in O two, and his name was big boy.
0: Really. And he wore
3: a really bright yellow shirt.
0: And nah, I, not not big girl. Did I you say ninety
3: two? No, two thousand two.
0: Anyway, Crossify! All right, number two. My second favorite trail name ever. And this goes back to a nineteen ninety six. Uh, I think the I think the show was called Trailside. It was actually on PBS. I around. remember that show. Two look slim. Do you remember Two look slim? It was the one about the a- two part about the Appalachian Yes, Hill. Yes, yes, yes. To Look Slim was the I think his wife's name was Buttercup or something like that. Which goes line. with last month's yeah. segment. But To Look Slim, that is a fantastic name, man. That's a guy. He should be an author, a poet, a philosopher, something. To look slim. He sounds like it. the Marlboro man. I know the something. Like he's gonna ride off, you know, into the sunset on a horse or something. Which
2: you can't do in the Appalachian Trail, yeah. unfortunately.
0: And number one, my my all time favorite trail name ever. Park Bench. I love that. The guy's trail name was Park Bench. Was he a hobo? Uh, he spent a lot of time in towns. And he didn't have a lot of money. So every once in a while he would sleep on a park bench. Hence the trail name Park Bench. Did he have like a flask of wild turkey with him? <laughs> I don't know. I, I, I didn't hike with
1: him well, um, that much. So. Along those lines, there was a guy that hiked in
3: 2002 on the AT. And his name was Nappy.
1: And Nappy. He
3: frequently rolled up to the shelter with like twigs and leaves and stuff in his hair because <laughs> he had been taking a nap. And oh. I, sh- I should also add that it <laughs> sounds
1: like Love Barge. He
3: frequently <laughs> hiked shirtless, and that was a good look for him. I gotta say. Wow.
1: So
2: yeah. Like, Lo- now Love Barge was a good trail name. You know that the whole is a star. good trail name yeah. because she found this Love Barge T-shirt.
0: Yeah, but what does that even mean?
2: That's a, it. Can mean whatever you want. It, yeah. it's a like, what is a love barge? That's
1: what's so great about that trail name, go
0: What is a love barge? It's it love barge. It is. I mean, I mean, we all know about the love boat, and by future episode, we're going to incorporate love boat music into this show because somehow.
3: The love barge is like the, there's the, that's what I like about the two part names. There's the love, like she is really like awesome towards other people and generous and caring, and then there's the barge part,
2: which. Yes.
3: You know what I'm saying? Like, yo. We,
5: we love Stand her dearly, back. but she's a
2: yeah.
0: tornado in through hiker form. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, that's a good... Yeah. I think that... I've...
3: And if you think about a barge, like, moving through the water, it's just like...
2: Bah! You know, and like...
0: Right. And that is... Big waves. And that's that's why we.
2: it's so descriptive of her. Yeah. Like, what does it mean? But you analyze it, and it makes sense. It does. Hmm. I like it. Dilo, what's your favorite trail name? Do you have any?
1: Heavy. Heavy? Heavy! He's a... Yeah, no, that's not actually my favorite trail name. That's what I was actually thinking about. Everything that you guys just said is that all that you've just said is just very heavy. Ooh. I don't know if I have a favorite trail name.
0: Really? You know, yeah. or, or how about one you're just keen on?
1: Keen? Well, you know, I like my trail
0: name. Yeah, it's good, but it. I mean, it it, plays you're like
2: me. You're lazy with your trail name. Yeah, I, come I, on. I admit it. I'm lazy with my trail name. It's not even a
1: trail name. It's a family nickname. It's true.
3: That's better than like food bag, though, or like.
1: I, I think, you know, if I'm going to have a favorite trail name, it's probably going to be Douchebag.
3: <laughs> you know, you would like the trail name of the hiker that we made up in 2002.
1: You made somebody up?
3: We did. His name was The Meat Gazer. Oh,
1: dear. <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> and you would oh. sign some registers for he, The Meat Gazer? Yes, he yeah. was
3: always very fond of our friend Easy. Uh-huh. You oh, know, boy. He talked about watching.
0: Yeah. Sounds like a match made in heaven. You, you know who
2: my favorite trail <laughs> Actually, my favorite trail name more for the legend is Rocket Girl. Oh, oh yeah! Girl. Because she set the unsupported PCT record. Really? And she's very modest. In '03, right? Yes. Okay, I heard about it. She her. hikes mainly at night. Yep. She's very modest. Mm-hmm. And like people say, who's this Rocket Girl? But she doesn't care.
0: She just loves to hike fast.
2: And I think one quote is like, I can do whatever the boys can do and better.
0: Yeah. And, and, it, and there was rumor that she was going to be the youngest female to finish the Triple Crown. And as far as I know, she never did the CDT or never completed the CDT. I don't know Did you I hear know.
2: I know she's more of a PCT person I think yeah. Scott
0: Williamson May
2: have broken her Unofficial oh.
0: I I don't oh, know man. But
2: Rocket Girl oh. Rocket <laughs> Rocket Girl's a legend yeah. I briefly saw in Mojave I, Oh I, really I, She's a night hiker I woke up in a daze And it was just You know In O2 Yes Wow
1: Sleeping next to a cow pond Or something
2: Probably It was, yeah. the, it was Mojave So cactus yeah. and-
0: I, I think I think the listeners Are yeah, Plus, I think we've... Uh,
1: Rocket
2: Girl <laughs> Trail
1: Name
0: of the Week. Trillin there it is.
1: There All it right. is.
2: Rocket Girl.
0: Yes. All right. So we're heading into our last segment, Triple Crown Weather, featuring expert meteorologist me. Woo! So our good friend the Noodleheads are actually in Bowling Springs, Pennsylvania, right now in the AT Bowling. Bowling
1: Berlin. Bowling, is that like Bowling a Springs. Soda?
0: They're getting some rain out there right now in the AT. Uh, we're looking at tonight showers. Sixty percent of showers. Low of sixty-one. That's not that low. Ugh, that uh, but but check it out. Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, and Saturday highs in the high seventies. That's Ooh, primo that hiking weather. Well,
2: with how much humidity though, it is. Well, yeah. I mean, there's
0: always humidity on these shows. But anyway. So eighty. Oh, lots rain. of rain and humidity. Eighty, but but not too hot. Just yet. Yeah, that's true. Give it next month's show. I bet it'll Ooh. be a little hotter. Anyway. sultry. So let's head on over to Mojave, California on the PCT. Um rain, right? It, they're baking. They're baking over there. So some
2: are baking more
1: it's, than it's others. It's got to be raining yeah. in Mojave, right?
0: No, it is not. There's not it did a, snow a There's us. not a trace of rain at all. So check this out. The low temps are right around 70 for the next 5 days. High temps are in the low 90s. So Ooh. Yeah. Get your uh, get your mylar umbrellas out, people. It's going to yeah, be a little hot. Get your go mylar on, umbrella. Going across the aqueduct. Wow. Yeah. And finally, we're <laughs> going to finish up here. It's almost June fifteenth, and that means it's southbound on the CDT time. Ooh. East Glacier, Montana. We're looking at a bit of mix of rain this week. We're looking at um, chance of rain every day for the next five days. Lows in the forties. Highs in the 50s mid Ooh. 50s that's kind of chilly that's,
1: so that's that's actually what's going on with the weather none of the rain coolness and moisture has made it into the central rockies yeah. all year long it's all been it's all far north and north. also that's the worst weather to hike in
2: low 40s and rainy that's oh, actually, it's
3: wonderful refreshing
2: yeah hyperthermia central
3: yeah Hyper- I, talk to pie about that yeah i was
2: gonna say oh jeez. yeah story <laughs> for
0: another day
3: yeah
2: Next month on The Trail Show. Hypothermia right. and you.
0: <laughs> and thanks to everyone for tuning in today. You can find us at www.thetrailshow.com, facebook.com slash thetrailshow, and on Twitter at Trail Show. We'll be back next month with more fun and thrills. For Felicia Air Di Lorenzo, Mike Di Lorenzo, Paul Magnanti, Magnanti, Ma- Magnanti, I'm Lon Grinner. See you next month. Ciao.